0: Hey beautiful, welcome to Your Magic. I'm your host Tamara and together we'll be diving into all things manifestation, personal growth, feminine energetics, spirituality and stepping into your full-blown power so you can live your most juiciest, turned on, aligned and magnetic life. I am an entrepreneur, central movement and embodiment coach, and I am so passionate about helping others find their confidence and step into their power in this lifetime. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's begin. The good girl has to go. It's 2024 and we're kicking her out. (laughs) Welcome back, my loves. I'm so excited to dive into this episode with you today. If you know me, you know that I have grown up in a strict South Asian household. My parents are from Sri Lanka, my dad's Tamil, my mom's Sinhalese, and I had a lot of rules and restrictions around growing up, which I hated. I always wished that I could do things that my friends were doing. However, I can now see how it served me and made me who I am today. So bless my parents. And this is my experience, maybe you'll resonate, maybe you won't, but the good girl is a conditioning that we're taught when we're younger that kind of, I guess, makes us fit into society or be liked or approved. It's really about needing to act and be a certain way so that we don't rock the boat or have to deal with confrontation or upset anyone or, yeah, just make drama and it's really about betraying our own needs in order to be liked and to be fit in I'm talking from like how we dress you know I wasn't allowed to wear certain things when I was younger my skirts had to be a certain length how to act what's polite what's ladylike what we shouldn't do you know don't be rude don't be disrespectful don't talk back how dare you talk back Um, what's acceptable with grades, like the list goes on. And for me, my experience was very much living in accordance with what my parents wanted for me. And I have broken broken out of it, um, but I still have that conditioning. It still comes up here and there. And it's something that I'm constantly working on to unlearn. And I also recognize it in a lot of women around me as well. So the good girl conditioning is really about like not showing anger. You know, it's a bad thing to show anger or express your emotions in that way. It's allowing people to cross our boundaries, even if it's uncomfortable for us. Maybe we're constantly saying sorry when we actually don't have to or need to. I am so aware of this, especially with the women around me. Like, why are we apologizing for things that we don't need to apologize for? It's just like a habit. It's just something that comes out of our mouth on automatic. And I believe that the good girl is so celebrated in society, being a lady, acting a certain way, and then the bad girl or the opposite of the good girl, whatever you want to call it, is so condemned. Like, she's a bitch she's a psycho, she's crazy, like rage is not celebrated, like all those other emotions are not celebrated. And for me, like I suppressed those emotions for so long because I felt like it wasn't acceptable to express them. I always had to be like love and light, like polite, kind, lovely, nice. And then the universe really started to deliver it, to deliver me experiences where I had to stand in my power and integrate my bitch and speak up for myself and enforce my boundaries. And I'll be honest, like there's been a couple of times in the past where I've enforced my boundaries with certain people. Um, for example, guys, and it hasn't gone down well. I've just been gaslit. Um, just. You know, the story has been turned around on me for standing in my power. And this is something that we have to be aware of and accept and be okay with anyway. And I think it's all about just being okay with however that other person reacts and standing in your power anyway and putting your needs first. Good girls learn through multiple experiences growing up in childhood that our needs don't matter. For example, like having to hug someone that we don't actually want to hug maybe having to dress a certain way around a certain person or just in general or having to agree even when we don't when we don't agree because otherwise it's rude or impolite i remember a specific significant memory from my childhood where i spoke my truth to a certain auntie or a family friend and i was just expressing how i felt i was quite young i think i was about 7 or 8 And I remember my parents getting so mad at me and forcing me to apologize because I was being so rude and I was so resistant because I knew inside, like it was going against my needs. However, I was forced into doing it. And that's just one example. I know my parents were doing the best that they could in that time and that point of time. But we've been so conditioned for so long to shut down our own needs, our own desires, our own wants, emotions, and limits. And honestly, my mission with this podcast is to really help you connect back in with your power so you can really live a life that is deeply connected to your truth and in alignment with your desires. And... When I speak about breaking out of good girl conditioning and speaking your truth and like enforcing your boundaries, it doesn't have to be in a, um, I can't find the right words, but it doesn't have to be in a way that's not expressed from love. I believe that if you are communicating from love and putting yourself first from truth and your own needs, then that's all that matters. And however the other person takes it, is up to them and it was actually like two days ago the universe thank you universe put me in this situation where I was at the shops I went to a health shop and it was a new shop in my local shopping center and I was like checking out all the cool products and the guy at the counter starts talking to me and here I am thinking he's gonna help me with the products I'm looking at But no, he starts to talk about how much he lifts at the gym and he starts looking me up and down. He's obviously checking me out. And look, I don't have many, I don't have much interaction like this in life. (laughs) I am married and um, I don't attract, I don't put myself in situations. I don't really attract that energy in most of the time, but I know that I knew that this was happening for a reason. And I was kind of like out of it because I just had a really a really intense gym workout and I was like half listening to what he was saying. And in my head, I was like, is this man for real? And I was getting so angry because he was basically going on about like how he's this some um, amazing strong man at the gym and everyone like loves him or hates him. And like in my head, I'm like, I couldn't give a shit, bro. Like why are you opening up this conversation? Like, why am I entertaining this conversation? But it was really an opportunity for me to like step into my integrated bitch. However, I didn't seize the opportunity to its fullest. And I could have ended the conversation earlier by saying, I'm not interested and just cut it off like that. I ended up cutting it off because he was asking me like way inappropriate questions. I just said, I have to go, have a nice day. And I just, I just left and maybe that was a lesson from the universe. I know it was a lesson from the universe for me to like fully integrate my bitch, which I've been working on recently and just fully be in my power and be okay with how that other person reacts. And, you know, you're not going to integrate your bitch overnight. You're not going to break out of good girl conditioning overnight. It's been years of this conditioning. So, It's going to take time, but you can practice and start to become self-aware of how you're actually showing up and how you're actually honoring your own needs and not your parents needs or how your parents want you to live your life or how society wants you to live your life or what, you know, Janice at work, what, how, what she thinks and how she wants you to act or whatever it is, right? Like this is your life and it's for you to live. So my love Are you living your life for you or are you living your life for others? I remember being so disconnected at a stage in my life from knowing what I wanted. I was so numb to it. I thought it was so normal to not question, to shut up, to be quiet, to just stay in my lane instead of actually express how I was actually really feeling and actually connect to how I was really feeling. And I truly believe that it led to blockages in like my throat chakra, which used to always manifest as sore throats, like certain things that I would notice like migraines for honoring other people's needs in front of my own. If you read um, any of Louise Hay's books with the emotional meaning behind ailments, like a migraine, one of the reasons was Honoring, putting other people before your own needs. So that was a huge wake up call for me because once I started practicing honoring my own needs, my physical health started to change as well. And of course, I make no claims, like, do your own research, like, listen to this with discernment, but this is my truth. So I want you to put your hand on your heart for a second and just close down your eyes, take a deep breath in and out and just tune in with yourself and your soul and your heart what does she need what does she need in this moment how is she feeling what emotions are present where are the emotions in her body The more you practice this and the more you ask yourself these questions on a daily basis, the more you can drop in and connect with your own needs and your own wants and your desire, desire. It's so normal for us as women to dull down our desires, shrink ourselves, put ourselves down, fit into that box, just contract. But this space here is to help you expand into your full power. And to really, really figure out like what you want for your life. So on this episode, I wanted to share how you can actually start to break free from your good girl conditioning. Yeah. So number one, have the courage to be disliked. This was a huge one for me all my life. I just wanted to fit in and be liked. I remember molding myself to different friendship groups just to fit in at school, during uni. And it backfired because I lost so much of myself. I felt so inauthentic. I didn't feel like I had friendships that really knew me on a soul level, like deeply connected way because I was constantly morphing to fit into my environment. Have you heard that quote? It's like, you can be the most juiciest, ripest, most delicious, drippy, soft peach in the world, but there are still going to be people that fucking hate peaches. (laughs) That really hit me. Having the courage to be disliked is a skill you really need to start practicing. And this is so hard if you are, you have been a people pleaser and you are constantly wanting to fit in and be liked and like, there's no shame around it. Like so many women I speak to have this conditioning and it's okay. The first step is self-awareness. Like if you are letting the opinions of others stop you from doing the shit that you want to do, whether it's like starting that business showing up on your social media, going to that pole dancing class, doing a tantra course, exploring your sexuality, whatever it is, then you really have to work on this skill because otherwise it's just going to keep holding you back and back and back in your life and you're not going to get the most out of your life and fully be in your power. So really practicing putting your needs and boundaries first is going to help you so much. It will trigger and upset others. I'm going to say this now. People will not understand you and they may not get how you act, how you live. They might have certain expectations of you, but that is not your responsibility. And other people's emotions or feelings or how you how they react is not your responsibility. As long as you're living in your truth, you're acting from love, like you can't control that for them. You're not doing anything wrong. It's a sign you're being authentic and you're being yourself. And with everything in life, there is duality. It's like the yin and the yang, yeah? With every five positive comments you get on social media, there'll be another five haters in the background talking shit about you. It's just the balance of life. It's the way the universe works. With the positive, there's a negative. So you can't expect people to not, not like you. You can't expect to be liked by everyone. And honestly, I always say like if you have haters or you have people that are talking shit about you and you're giving them something to talk about or they just don't like you, then you're doing it right, girl. You're in your power. You're embracing who you are. So have that courage to be disliked, whether it is saying no to going on a date (laughs) Or it's no to hanging out with certain people or it's no to taking on more work at work. Whatever it is, have that courage to be disliked because living in your authenticity and honoring your needs and your truth is a hundred times better than making someone happy. And honestly, like, would you rather piss yourself off or someone else off? I used to think it was like easier to piss myself off until I kept doing it and I just wanted to explode. So now I honor my needs and I embrace, you know, being disliked. I have that courage to be disliked because it feels so much better to piss someone else off rather than myself. Number two is know your needs. Following on from that, like start to understand your needs and honor them. What do you actually need? Do you actually want to catch up with your friend on a Friday night when you are exhausted? Like, could it be better rescheduling the next morning and going for a walk instead and skipping the alcohol on a Friday night? Like, what do you actually want? Are you honoring your needs and your values and how you're showing up and taking action? Yeah. Or, um, for example, like if you are cutting down on alcohol, you're not drinking anymore, whatever it is, and you go out to a social setting and everyone's drinking and, Um, You know, just like persuading you or asking you to have a drink. I know it's so normal in Aussie culture. Are you caving in because other people to make other people happy? Or are you staying strong in your truth and your needs? No, thank you. I'm going to stick to my sparkling water. I've stopped drinking alcohol. Yeah, so really spending and the way you get to know your needs is spending time with yourself and reconnecting to your truth and peeling back the layers of, what society tells you you should be or who your parents tell you you should be. It's like coming back to your essence. The next tip is setting boundaries. So placing boundaries without having to apologize or over-explain why you have that boundary in place. And I still catch myself sometimes on this needing to explain or apologize instead of just being firm in my boundary and stating what I want. So for example, saying things like, it sounds beautiful, but I can't make it this time. Thank you so much. Or I'm not comfortable with that. Or simply no. Or I'm not looking for any feedback right now. So really building your confidence in setting your boundaries And I'll be honest, like you might have some guilt or you might feel bad when you first start to enforce them and people not understand them sometimes. I struggled a lot setting boundaries with family. (laughs) I don't know if you can relate, but yeah, once you start practicing it, you'll get better at it. Trust me. And the last tip, which ties into basically everything we've spoken about is integrating your bitch, knowing that it's okay to be a bitch. It's a part of you. She is a part of you and she needs to be acknowledged and witnessed and owned. Yeah, just like all the other good girl parts of you. This is part of our wholeness and owning our wholeness and Integrating your bitch comes from being in certain situations where you get to practice integrating your bitch. What's an integrated bitch? It means she's integrated in that energy. She's not running wild and like purposely saying things to hurt people or reacting out of emotion. She's just in her power. She knows her boundaries. She knows her truths. She honors her needs. She's integrated and she's okay with being disliked. I hope this conversation served you, my love. I wish Tamara like seven years ago had this podcast episode because she would have greatly benefited from hearing this wisdom and receiving this medicine. Just remember like this is your life to live and you're here to live it for yourself. And you're not here to live in accordance with your parents or their standards or society or society's standards or whoever you're trying to gain validation and approval from. The more you tune in and listen to your heart's desires, the more you can step into your power and unleash your magic. So in summary, again... To unlearn this good girl conditioning, have the courage to be disliked. Know your needs and your desires. Set boundaries, strong boundaries that is, regardless of how anyone else reacts, and integrate your bitch. In fact, here is some homework for you if you really want to integrate your bitch Write out a list of 25 to 50 reasons of how being a bitch serves you. Because if you're finding resistance to that, if you're finding resistance to being blunt or being rude or whatever it is, standing in your power in this way, you're seeing this as a bad thing and you haven't balanced out your emotions around this. So the easiest way to do this is Write a list of how being a bitch or being a bad girl is serving you in your life and get creative. Think about all areas of your life and your brain will want to limit you and it'll seem like you have no reasons to write down, especially if you have a lot of resistance built up to this, but sit with it. Maybe do it over a week or two weeks, do a little bit every day, but write that list and add to it every single day so that you can balance out your emotions and see the positive in being a bad girl and how it can actually serve you and protect you and help you step into your power. Of course, the good girl serves us in certain parts and situations and areas and times of our life. We need both. We can't have the good without the bad, but to fully integrate your bad girl Do this exercise and I promise you it will shift so much within you, especially energetically. All right, my loves, (laughs) I'm going to wrap up this episode right now. I'll be speaking more into this soon, I'm sure, in many episodes to come. But I hope you enjoy this episode. Have fun integrating your bad girl, your bitch, Kicking the good girl to the curb, unlearning that good girl conditioning. I believe in you. And remember, you are magic and your medicine is needed in this world. Until next time, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in today, beautiful. My wish for you is that you're leaving here feeling inspired in your power and in your magic. If you loved and enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to my channel, share this episode with your friends, and please leave a review. It helps and supports me so much and helps me in my mission to get this podcast into the ears of many all over the world. I love hanging out on Instagram and would love to connect with you on there. You can find me under the handle at Tamara Shan underscore. Share with me your top takeaways from this episode. And if you do screenshot this episode and share your stories, please do tag me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so proud of you. I love and appreciate you so much and see you in the next episode. Mwah!